This is the unadulterated Word of God, coming to you from Savannah Ministries. We build up believers unto maturity. We raise ministers for the end-time harvest. We preach the Word of God with signs and wonders following. And we use the Word of God to meet the needs of mankind. God is not angry with us. For as high as the heavens is above the earth, so high is his love towards us. As far as the east from the west, so far he has removed our transgression from us. Like a father pities his children, so the Lord pities those that fear him. For he knows our frame. Hallelujah. But look, he has given his angels charge concerning us to keep us in all our ways. They bear us up in their hands. We will not dash our foot against a stone. Because we have made the Lord, even the Most High, our habitation. He is our refuge. He is our hiding place. We see no evil. We see no evil. We see no evil. Hallelujah. Glory. Come on, declare. Come on, be your man and just declare God's goodness over your life. Declare God's goodness over your life. Declare. Save yourself. I'm protected. I am preserved. Nothing evil can touch me. He said, the wicked one cannot touch you. So declare, that wicked one cannot touch me. Because my life is hidden in Christ. I am preserved. It doesn't matter. Don't say, hey, just that. That's what they say. No, no, no. You're speaking with your own mouth. A thousand fall at my side. Ten thousand at my right hand. But no, no, no. He cannot come near me. When the dust settles the silver, the gold is in our hands. Lord, we praise you. Thank you, Lord. Don't fail to declare. Don't fail to boldly declare God's goodness is love over us. Oh, behold what manner of love the Father has lavished upon us. He has bestowed on us, O oh God, that He has given His Son to die for us. An eternal sacrifice. Thank you, P.O.P. The Lord is good. Come on, I can't hear you. For the Lord is good. Again, for the Lord is good. Now say to yourself many times, say, God is good to me. God loves me. He is good to me. God loves me. He is good to me. God loves me. He is good to me. God is in love with me. The Father of creation, the Most High God. The God in whom there is no variableness, neither a shadow of turning. Hallelujah. The Bible says all good and perfect gifts come from Him. Hallelujah. He is the Father of light. There is no darkness in Him. He loves me. He loves me. God loves me. Hallelujah. I have no fear because God loves me. I have no fear because God loves me. I have no fear because God loves me. I have no fear for destruction. I have no fear for lack. I have no fear for sickness. I have no fear for plague. I have no fear for anything evil. God loves me. I am confident in His love. He is my preservation. He is my protection. He is my God. In Him I trust. Now is the time for you to declare. Say you are saying it because of coronavirus. I can say it for any reason. That is a good reason to say it. God loves me. I am, pro I am protected. I am preserved. Hallelujah. God loves me. God loves me. Hallelujah. 
Great is his goodness. Great is his love. Hallelujah. You know, this is a great opportunity to witness for God. Amen. When fear is gripping people's heart and you boldly declare, I have no fear. I have no fear because my confidence is in the Father that loves me. They tend to ask, why? Why do you think you preserve you? That's a good opportunity to preach the gospel. I took that opportunity yesterday, amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. And I preached. Amen. The person I was preaching to say, yeah, that's the difference between you guys and us. He said, we will just believe that God is a creator. He created all things. He created us. I said, we will believe that God is our father. We believe that God is our father. And he loves us. And he said again, that is the difference. Well, God made everything. All the good things, all the bad things, they all come from him. I said, look. I said, look, you may be seated. And I said to this, my friend, I said, look. You see the chaos in the world. Is God a good God? He said, she said, yes. God is a good God. He said, yes. Well, even if you don't call him a father, at least as a God, he's a good God. He said, yes. Now look at all the confusion and the chaos in the world. It's one of two things. Is that God is not in control? Or this God is not good? Kind of backed away like, like I was blaspheming. I said, it's either of two things. It's, not, it's either he's not in control or he's not good. For all the chaos going on. Is somebody confused about that? You better not be. Except you are not a Savannah member. I said, look, look, look. God created the universe, but he put somebody in charge. He gave dominion to man. Man sold that to the devil. In all the explanation of God, he's a father. I said, where does the devil come in here? He said, no, we cannot say the devil is responsible for every of the bad things that happen. I said, help, help, help me out. Come on. Amen. And the greatest confusion for I have discovered for Muslims is when you say God is our father and you say Jesus is the son of God and they cannot just put that together. How can God have a child? I says, let me explain to you. Then I explain the concept of covenant and how blood is thicker than water. He said, hey, this kind of, hmm, I never had it that way before. I said, now stop saying we. Think about your own self. What do you believe? It's not we, 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 we believe that. No, no, no. What do you believe? Eternity is all about you alone. Glory to God. Are we alive in church this evening? Amen. If you are wondering where some people have been, we have a lot of people joining us online this evening. Amen. Hallelujah. Happy welcome all um, that are joining us online. Some people, some people actually blame me for that they are granted because of me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, I didn't, I didn't say you must stay at home. I just said we encourage those who have children to stay at home so that we can and join online. Amen. So that we can keep to the government instructions of 50 people. And I see we are less than 50 right now. Amen. Are we? Yeah, so we are keeping the rules. But if more people come in, it's not my fault. We we'll accommodate everyone that comes in. Amen. 
Glory to God. But for all those who are joining us online, welcome, welcome. Um, I encourage you, if you have not been doing this, uh, joining online um, or attending service online, you've never really tried it, just refuse to be distracted. Because if you are home, <laughs> distractions will come. That's why I prefer to come. That's why I prefer to go to the office. Because there will be distractions. Amen. But do your best. If you are here, stay. Amen. If you are home, don't get distracted. Join us in every aspect. If we shout amen, you shout amen. Amen. When we sow our seed, you sow your seed. Amen. For the Lord is good. Amen. Now, I want to um, share some things with us this, this evening. Glory to God. It's a good thing to be in God's presence. Amen. Reverend is happily in London. Amen. Isn't it wonderful? People of faith, come on. People of faith. When people are running away from places, you run there. <laughs> Amen. People tend to listen so much to news and get distracted with the news rather than paying attention to God's word. Um, when you focus so much on something, you feed yourself. What you eat, you become. Amen. Um, I think it was um, Ezekiel or Jeremiah that said, he ate my word. Amen. God speaking, he ate my word. So what you feed on, you actually become. Um, if your work requires, like my work requires a lot of uh, looking at um, information, news and all that, and analyzing some of them. Um, I, I will do my best to lock up, amen, my heart. When it comes to analyzing the news and reporting what is happening or saying, okay, this is what people are saying. And filtering through all the noise to pick out the important thing. If you know what I'm talking about with social media. Your heart should remain more with God's word. Don't feel that you are one superhuman. That you are going through Facebook reading all the bad news they are saying. And you get up and just say, I am protected and it's over. Look, there is a reason why we are expected to meditate on God's word. Amen. And if you keep meditating on something else, you are feeding yourself. The gate to your spirit is your mind. And the gate to your mind is these eyes and these ears. Amen. And a little bit of this feeling. Because these eyes and these ears will even cause feelings in your body. Hallelujah. That's why you never knew that there was one bump somewhere on your body until... You felt the bump, then you still limping like that. Because you became aware that there's something wrong. And all of a sudden, something you were not aware of, you are aware of now, it's paining you. Hello. You have taken in information, and your body responds to it. So I, I charge you, I encourage you, pay attention to God's word. Don't get intimidated by things like by the happenings and the people around and what people are saying and join in calling a, consp a conspiracy what the people call a conspiracy amen rather join with god in speaking what he is saying what is he saying about you i like the way um pastor richard led us in the prayers just 10 minutes into the service at the beginning of the service and um, talk about we being exempted Amen. We're exempted. Do you know where that is coming from? 
Exodus chapter 12. Let's look at it. Maybe I can just read one or two scriptures to us from there. If one or two will be enough. Um, maybe you know the story of the Passover, right? If you start from verse 1, you, let's just start from verse 1. The Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron in, in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be unto you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Um, and then he spoke to them about what is going to happen and how in verse, um, verse 5. Okay, no, verse 4, first of all. And if the household, no, verse 3. Speak unto the congregation of Israel, saying, In this tenth day of this month, they shall take to them every man a lamb, according to the house of their father, a lamb for an house. And if the house be too little for a lamb, let him and his neighbor next unto his house take it, according to the number of the souls. Every man according to his eating shall make your count for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish. A male of the first year, you shall take it out from the sheep or from the goats. And you shall keep it up until the 14th day of the same month. And the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it in the evening. And they shall take of the blood and strike it on the two posts. Amen. Side posts. And on the upper door post of the house. That's the frames the entire frame of the door amen wherein they shall eat it and verse 8 and they shall eat the flesh in that night roast with fire amen feed on the roasted lamb amen and unleavened bread and with bitter herbs they shall eat it eat not of it raw nor solemn nor sodden at all with water but roast with fire his head with his legs and with the pertinence thereof. And he shall let nothing of it remain until the morning. And that which remained of, of it until the morning you shall burn with fire. Now, just skip on. Amen. Um, now, actually, we have even gotten there. Uh, you shall guide your lungs and your feet who have your, your shoes on, your staff in your hand. You shall eat in haste. For it is the Lord's Passover. That's verse 11. The end of verse 11. Say, it is the Lord's Passover. Verse 12 says, For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night, and I will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, according to all of, and, and, excuse me, man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute what? Judgment. I am the Lord. Amen. And the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses where you are. And when I say the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague. Did you see that word again? The plague. Amen. No evil shall be for you. No plague shall come near your dwelling. And the plague. Amen. Which is sickness or widespread sickness like Ebola. Amen. Like leprosy. Contagious diseases like COVID-19. Sorry. covid 19. Sorry. Pardon me, please. Pardon me. That should not have come out. But it came out. <laughs> Those are infectious diseases. Those are. They may be in the world. Amen. But they say, when I see the blood, I'll pass over. And when the plague see the blood, the plague will pass over. Like we say in Nigeria, jump and pass. Amen. In your own case, 
In your own case, it is a Passover. You are exempted from the evil of the day. Why? Because of blood. Is it because you have been too good? Is it because you have done well? You have used all the face mask, abused face mask. Use all the sanitizers. Sanitize your body and your house. You have spray sanitizer. Once in 10 minutes, you press the button. Your whole house gets sprayed with sanitizer. Automation. Home automation. Or before you get home, you know you can automate your house with SMS, right? You just, or even on your phone, just tap one button as you're approaching the house. That is the blood of Jesus that should spray. Uh, please, 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 don't join them in saying that God is judging the world. Hallelujah. Oh, what a wicked God they will call him. For him to send sickness upon the earth that their sins are forgiven. God is not angry with you. Yes, sir. Amen. It's not God that sent COVID. Excuse me. COVID. Why am I saying this? COVID. <laughs> coronavirus. Let's just stay with that. It's not God that sent coronavirus. Amen. He said, don't you see how he's affecting all those people in leadership position? All those hype people that are traveling. Come on. There are innocent people that are traveling. Me too, I travel. You too, you travel. Amen. And it's not because you are so good. That's why it's not happening to you. It's because there is blood on your posts. There is blood. And your eyes are on that blood. Keep your eyes on it. Keep your eyes on it. Your eyes are on the sacrifice of Jesus. Where is your, where is your focus? Where is your attention? Amen. Amen. Where is your confidence? Help me ask your neighbor. You guys are looking so quiet. You're looking like I'm, I'm uh, stepping on your, on your toes. Ask your neighbor, where is your confidence? Just imagine that... <laughs> Just imagine that the last place you came from, you had a meeting, and meetings are not supposed to be, the rule is not more than 50, right? You had a 10, 10 people's meeting, and of course it's allowed. And you, you guys met and had your meeting. And the next week, one of you in that meeting, not you, but one of the persons in the meeting, came down with coronavirus. And then you just panic. And you, are, you start thinking, what was my distance to the person? How, did, what, did we shake hands? Did we do this? Did that touch my face after that meeting? Come on. Where is your confidence? Is your confidence in how much... Is your confidence... Let me let that come out well. Is your confidence in, in how much... Is your confidence in how much you can keep the rules of hygiene and washing of hands for 20 seconds? You know that rule, right? Soap your hands, wash it for 20 seconds... And you're clean. Don't touch your face. Don't shake hands. Shake elbow. But you can sniff elbow after shaking. It doesn't last on clothes for this long. You, you just look at all those things and build your confidence. Around. After all, this thing does not last in temperature above 26 degrees. And we have 39 degrees. So we are safe. No, that is not our safety. Our safety is in the blood of Jesus. So that when there is... You are below zero degrees. Coronavirus is high. And everybody around you is coming down with it. You are confident. 
you are confident. If everyone around you in your office place, in your classroom, anywhere, they now come out with news that all of them have caught coronavirus. Hello. You are confident. Not because you did well, but because he did well. His blood is perfect. By one sacrifice, he has perfected forever. Hebrews chapter, chapter 9 verse 12. He entered in once into that holy place and obtained eternal redemption for us. Eternal preservation for us. Eternal healing. This should be your confidence. This should be your confidence. So God is angry with them, so he's giving it to them. God is not angry with me, so I'm free. No! My confidence is that the blood of Jesus speaks for me. Is someone alive in the house? And you should put that on your lips. Amen. Don't be shy about it. Be bold to say, I have eternal life. That life in me, darkness cannot comprehend it. Amen. I am exempt or exempted from every evil that is prevalent in the world today. Why? Because I am free. I have been liberated by blood. Amen. I need to pass. Another story will rise up. That one too will pass. The blood of Jesus remains. And our confidence in that, in this sacrifice, keeps us in the face of all. Amen. The government is still battling Lassa fever. I mean, nobody is making noise about that one. We are protected. Amen. During the uh, heat season, they are giving uh, meningitis vaccination. Nobody is even talking about that one right now. You are protected. Amen. Amen. There is still HIV AIDS. You are kept. And HIV AIDS is not just about people who go sleep around. Hello? But you are protected. Whether you share clipper or you don't share clipper, you are protected. Yes, you can keep all the rules, but your confidence, your confidence, that's what I want you to bring to mind this evening. And I want to emphasize it so much that that's what you're thinking about. Your confidence is in the sacrifice of Jesus. My trust is in him. Amen. Can we look at some scriptures? Okay, we, we have read one already. So, but let's look at more. Amen. Say with me, I'm confident in what Jesus has done. The blood of Jesus speaks for me. Now let's look at um, Romans chapter 8 verse 1. Amen. Should I start from there? And there's another one that is looking at me so much. Amen. Hallelujah. Look, let's, I, I quoted that scripture. I think we should look at it. Let me just open it first of all. John chapter 1, verse 4. I quoted that scripture. I feel like I feel we should read it. John 4, 1. Uh, sorry, John 1, 4. It's saying, Him was life, and the life was the light of men in who in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god the same was in the beginning with god all things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made in him was life 
and the life was the light of men and the light shined in darkness and the darkness comprehended it not say this light the light in me is shining in darkness and darkness can overcome it darkness cannot snuff out this light amen no matter what kind of news they carry around i am not afraid say i'm not afraid now shout with me say no fear here if you're online, shout it with us. Say, no fear, here. No Will you panic? Will there be, um, you hear something and goose pimples all, all over your body. The hair on the back of your neck stand up. Your knees are shaking and you're going down. Those things may happen physically. You declare, I am not afraid. Oh, hallelujah. Even when is tingling all around, all over your body. Say to yourself, I am not afraid. It's a decision. Hello? It's a decision. And it's a quality decision. That is very important in faith. I have, I have decided. I have decided. I agree with God's word. It doesn't matter what my feelings say. It doesn't matter what my senses say. I have decided. God's word is true. I am not afraid. Hey, man. Say it. Say it. You need to say it. Come on, say it. No fear here. What did he say in the book of Timothy? Chapter 1, verse 7. He said, God has not given to us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. God has not given us the spirit of fear. I don't have a spirit of fear. When fear tries to raise his ugly head, you say, I do not have a spirit of fear. I have a spirit of power. We need power. You have power. I have a spirit of love. I have a sound mind. Amen. Fear has torment. Don't let it in. And that's why you should not let all that news be the dominating thing. <gasps> they have brought out another one. <gasps> Coronavirus in Abuja now. For goodness sake. Hello. It could be in Utako. Amen. I was in Lagos when they announced that coronavirus was in Lagos. Amen. I didn't panic. I refused to panic. Hey, man. Okay, you sneak from Lagos into Abuja. Phew! I dodged that one. <laughs> now I'm safe. Now it's in Abuja. If your confidence is in how, how much you can run away from where it is. Okay, run to your village now. And then <laughs> discover that it's in your village. Then run into the jungle. And there are worse things waiting for you there. Put your confidence in God. Put your confidence in God. Amen. We don't do things out of fear. Amen. It's not out of fear that we limited service today. Amen. Hallelujah. I see people drive. 
Let me let me hear a little bit. I see people driving around in their cars, wearing face masks with the windows wind up, hand gloves, driving with hand gloves. Eh? What? They are alone in the car with face masks on, with hand gloves on, and they are frowning too. <laughs> Do you know what CDC said? You know, okay. I walk somewhere that if all those kind of information, I get it and even push them out. But CDC said that face mask is not for people who do not have coronavirus. Face mask is for people who are already showing symptoms of respiratory problems. It may not be coronavirus. So, if you are sneezing and coughing right now, it's okay for you to put on the face mask. Hello? But that's why I say people are abusing face mask. <laughs> okay, I'm not here to talk about that one. I'm going to preach God's word. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. But, come on. When we do things out of fear, we enter into bondage. And people, a lot of people will die many times before they actually die. Because of fear. Don't let fear in. And when you, listen now, when you see fear, attack it. Attack it in you. Attack it in people around you. Don't let them just speak and go away. In my office, I began to tell people, I said, look, this thing is it, not just the COVID-19 issue. It's the fear that is really spreading. And the first person I began to talk like that, she stopped actually to listen. I said, yeah, that's true. Actually, the fear is more than the virus. The light in us shine in darkness and the darkness cannot comprehend it. Maybe that word comprehend is sounding out of this place. Say the darkness cannot put it out. The darkness cannot overcome light in me greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world greater is a health in me than the sickness that is in the world greater is life in me than death in the world greater is light in me than the darkness that is in the world greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world any sacrifice made any action that has brought like my sister posted and i was laughing that's one of the funniest posts i saw he said one person ate something in china and all of us are washing our hands. <laughs> and after that, all of us are washing our hands. Greater is he that is in me than any action anyone has taken and has stirred up any evil upon the earth. The life in me snuff out the darkness in the earth. I am the answer. Amen. And your speaking, you should not relent in speaking. We are the solution to this problem. Years ago, when bubonic plague plagued South Africa so Southern Africa hallelujah it's John G Lake that rose up with other people and John G Lake being a medical doctor before you know entering into ministry helped them out in attending to people and it's as it's as bad as Ebola even if not worse amen it's all demonic and he understood very well that these laws that are in operation, whatever stirred up this thing, listen, whatever stirred it up, it definitely has to do with blood. 
There is a higher blood. Somebody is wondering why I say so. Listen, when Cain killed Abel, God came to Cain and said, What is it that you have done? It wasn't, it wasn't what did you do? It's more of what have you done? Because in killing Abel, you have stirred up demonic activities upon the earth. Amen. So I don't know what activity, what actions stirred up this. Amen. There is a higher blood that speaks for us. Not only should we just stay in our own cocoon, in our own shield, like, um, what do they call them again? Wakanda. Stay in your shield and just let the, let the rest of the world go down. No, don't just stay in your shield. Bring them in. Bring them in. The, one of the greatest things you can do for anyone right now is preach the gospel to them. The gospel, the real gospel. Amen. I have, I have quite some scriptures lined up. I'm already seeing less than 30 minutes to go. Amen. I know there are many of, many of us, well, let's just, get on, let's just get on with it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now open your Bibles to Romans. We went there before, so let's, let's get there. Romans chapter 8. Romans 8 verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. What is condemnation? Amen? Now when you read, there is therefore now no condemnation, where does your mind go to? I'm in Christ, so I'm not going to hell anymore. I'm not condemned to hell anymore. What is condemnation? It's passing of sentence. Amen? Or you turn the other way, come to the other end of the road, and say, I'm in Christ. I don't have guilt anymore. Amen? And that's another end of the road, that staying there alone is not enough. Amen? I'm in Christ. You say it is, if you go further in this, in this um, same chapter, and we won't get there because of time, but if you reach to the end, it talks about, it is Christ that justifies, who is he that condemns? Amen. Say in the same in the same chapter. So there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. You, there is no person of judgment, either by sickness or by disease, or by, by poverty or by failure. There is no person of judgment on you. There is therefore now no person of judgment, no sickness apportioned to you. Who is in Christ Jesus? Say, I'm in Christ. There is no condemnation for me. It is Christ that has justified me. Who is he that can pass a judgment on me? Or what is it that can say otherwise? Contrary to what Christ has said concerning me. And what did Jesus say? I told you one of my revelations. What is Jesus saying? Jesus said... By his stripes, you are healed. Chicken, Takba, Okwari. How do you say it in Igbo? 
Not Dalu. Come on. Ogugo. It's finished. Amen. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. In other words, every law that is operating in this world right now, every law, everything that has been brought into place, like I was just saying, by anything, by any sacrifice, by any action, like somebody eating something and people washing hands, any law, anything in place, I am delivered. There is a higher law at work in me. That is why John G. Lake could attend to people. Bubonic plague was as infectious as, um, or is as, and even worse than Ebola. And the people that attended to those ones who were infected were all dressed with all the suits. John G. Lake was not dressed with anything. Not even hand gloves. Amen. That same life is in you. And they panicked. They said, why are you why are you not geared up he said that the love the spirit of life in christ jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death now if you are free from a law if you are dead how can anything in the physical affect you there is nothing like pain there is nothing like hunger there is nothing like you are, that the, the circumstances here have no effect on you anymore hey, amen the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set us free from the law of sin and death. It means what is in place here, what is affecting people who are under that law, does not affect you. You may be here, but the laws do, do not affect you. The natural laws affecting man, the law of sickness, the law of disease, what sin has brought no longer affects you. Glory to God. And to prove it, John G. Lake said, well, take um, and people that die from the bubonic plague, they, they foam in the mouth and the, the virus or the disease is in that foam. And they said, take some of the foam and put it in, his, put it in my hand. He took it, looked at it under the microscope, put, the things were moving, put it in his hand, put his hand under the microscope. This is the interesting part. They looked at it and they were moving. And they kept looking and they started slowing down. The viruses there slowing down until they were all dead. And nobody bothered him to put on anything anymore. Because when they touch you, they die. Why is it why did he work for John G. Lake? And I know there are Christians in those days that died from Bubonic Plague. Why did he work for him and did not work for others? It is where your confidence it's is in. These words are struggling to come out today, but they are coming out. It's where the confidence, your confidence is in. Amen. And it's not Boneface. It's not Boneface. It's in me putting my eyes on the lamb slain. And feed on it until that is all you see. Amen. Feed on it until that is all you see. Now, in reading on, I'm going to read on to like verse 14. But in reading on, I really, I really have this in my heart strongly. And in recent times, it's been very much strong in my heart. 
God has done everything for us. Amen. Is God good? Has he made a provision? God has done everything for us. Then why is it that it seems like what has been made available to us, we are not taking hold of it. And when I look at it, I see even more. That is on us. God has done everything. If Joe, you don't have it, it means you are not taking hold of it. You are the one not receiving. And I said to myself, how difficult is it to receive? Not at all. If I hand something to you, you just reach out and take it. And not only that, he has given us the hands to take. Hello? Because if you are going to take, if you are armless, you have no hands. If I reach out with something, you can't take it. But God has given us the hands of faith, the hands of the spirit, which is our faith. When we got born again, he has dealt to every man the measure of faith. That means you cannot even say, I don't have faith. Amen. You cannot say, I don't have faith. So for every symptom in your body, for every need in your life, if God has made the provision, and listen, listen, God is not going to make the provision. He has made the provision. Then, onus is on me to reach out with these hands of faith that I already have and take it. How difficult is it for me to reach out? Not at all. He's a just God. He said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That means it's easy for me to reach out with these hands of faith to take. Where am I missing it? It's still in this that I'm not reaching out to take because it's on me. Now that is the challenge that God put before my own eyes. Like, look, I can take. You should take. Joe, take. Amen. You know, on, on Saturday, I began to pour out my, my heart um, with um, my team, uh, my unit, publication unit. Just a few of us that were, that were around, but this has been burning in my heart. So I began to talk about it when we were rudely interrupted by Ubane. <laughs> Hallelujah. But I began to say, if you look at Isaiah, now I deviated from what I was talking about, and I'll get back to it. Romans chapter 8, right? But if you look at Isaiah chapter 53, he talk about, uh, he actually said from chapter 52, when he talk about the Messiah, right? The sacrificial lamb who came, and at the, at the beginning of uh, chapter 53, he said, who has believed our report, and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Amen. And talk about Jesus, and talk about the sacrifice, and talk about how God, verse 10, it pleased the Lord to bruise him. Amen. And all the way through it, how he made his grave with the wicked, with the violence in his death, and how the will of the Lord will prosper in his hand, which is us. And, and chapter 50, 54, now began to say, You rejoice who has not had a child. For more are the children of the desolate than the one that has, that has, had, that has had a husband all this world. Why are there more? What is that you that, what's that husband that he's talking about? He's talking about covenant. Amen? Amen. So people who have said we are without covenant, the Gentiles. People without covenant. That didn't know God. More are children now because we have been brought into this covenant. Amen. So the people he's saying rejoice is us. Sing, O barren. Break out. Hallelujah. 
lengthen your cords, strengthen your streaks. More are yours. And he began to talk about all that and all the good things and how God, and that's where that scripture, we take that from, that God will no longer be angry with you. He is not and will not be angry with you. It's still about that sacrifice in chapter 53 and then we describing in chapter 54 what is now ours. And then chapter 55. Can you please give us Isaiah 55 verse 1? Let me just guarantee it. Give you Give you a little bit of it, make you hungry for it, and then leave you to go and look at it for yourself. Say, Ho, everyone that tasted, come ye to the waters, and he that hath not money, come ye, buy and eat. Yea, come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Are you in the house? What am I talking about? Buy without money and without price. Why is it that you can buy without money and without price? Because the price has been paid. Isaiah 53. Amen. So, this is not a time to think of how qualified you are. How much saving you have had before you can own things. Because a janitor can own a jet. And it's not from his salary. Because the salary of a janitor can never buy a jet. Hello. Now, I took those words from Kennecopland. But I need you to understand that it's like that now that you are in a position to own without qualifying for it. Yeah. It's not in how much I have saved and saved and saved. Okay, I know I've saved enough now. I have all these. I have assets here and I have assets. And we do preach that. Amen. Get all the assets. Amen. Get all the money. Get into all the business. Amen. Get the good job. Hallelujah. Good jobs are well paying. And payment that endures. You know payment that endure. You know payment that endure. Okay, let me describe payment that endure. Payment that endure is the one that inflation does not affect. Hallelujah. It's not when Naira is devalued. The money you were earning last year before you were promoted is less than the one you are earning this year. But you have been promoted actually. Apart from that, you've been given a raise. But yet your money is lower. When you convert it to a currency. Hallelujah. Amen. Like what the Paul will say, own money that has son name. <laughs> Naira is just single name. Dollar is single name. You know the one that has double name. I hope they keep it that way. They keep the value up. Hallelujah. But look at it. The world systems are all shaken. Amen? America has been doing very well um, economically. They've been going up. But in recent times, every system is shaken. Every system. Money does not just move from one place. When money loses value, the value goes somewhere else. Do you understand? If you understand anything economics, I'm not that... You know, very, very strong with economics. But at least I know some of the basics. And I know that the value of money, like the value of our money that has gone down in the past five years so much, it didn't just disappear. Somebody gained while you are losing. And I, I, I one time looked at the chart. Uh, I was about to travel one time when I was looking at the value of the currency where I was going to and the value of the dollar. 
and how the first time I went there, the money I was given in their own currency, converted dollars, was a lot more than what I was now given, converting it from the um, euro now to, to dollars. And I now opened the map, the, the chart on Google, to look at the currency and how the value of the currency has been going down. And I'm like, now come, what's happening here? I looked at the Naira, I saw how from that period also when theirs began to go down, ours too went down. I look at other currency and even saw how we went down. I look at the dollar and even saw how the dollar had changed value. And I was wondering, so who gained all this? Then I look at one country's currency and I saw that their own currency moved in a different direction. Because they are selling to all of you people. And you are ordering from all, all your things are even coming from them. I didn't call names. It's going, I mean, the value is, there has to be balance. Yes, this system is the system that even the world that put it there does not understand it. There are sometimes that they lose and they don't know where it went to. There is great confusion because all their monies went down and all their values went down and they just say, this was lost in world market. <laughs> uh, because the system is failing. But you are in a system that you can buy without money. And I want to buy without money. Some people complain about it more covered. And guess what he told them? He said, must have paid a lot more for your shoe than I paid for this car. Amen. You say, oh, because he's a preacher. No, it's because he's a believer. You are a believer. You are a believer. Those lepers that went out after that siege, you know how things turn around? You know how things turn around? COVID is making noise. Economy is all going down. It's lepers that went to become the richest, first of all. They packed as much as they could pack before they called the, the, the city to come out. Is it the leaders or the wisest people that got it? Come on. Buy with our money. Now let's go back to Romans. So that one is for you to get hungry and go after it. But God is not designed that our finances is based on the system of this world. He designed that we live by his own system. Price is paid. Amen. That's why in his system he said you own vineyards that you did not plant. So you don't have to even... Yes, you can grow your business from scratch. <laughs> but I enjoy it when it's turned over to me. Amen. Amen. There is therefore now, we are still in verse 2, right? For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, in that he was weak through the flesh, God sending his son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh. Hello. Tell your neighbor, sin is condemned in your flesh. Not only in your spirit, sin is condemned in your flesh. And if you put your eyes on this sacrifice, sin is broken. Amen. Now verse 4. That the righteousness of the Lord might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Whose steps are not in order with how flesh dictates. 
but how the spirit dictates. Whose confidence is not in physical things, but in spiritual things. Amen. If you are controlled by this law, if your life is governed by this law, that is above the law in force on the earth, then your mindset must be a mindset of this law of Christ. Set your eyes on things that are above, Colossians. Not on things here. Amen. Now, I'll tell you why I said that um, with the next, next scriptures. Who walk not out of the flesh, but after the spirit? Come on, give us now, verse 5. Let me go to my own. Are you there? For, the, for they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit do mind Mind, mind again, what your mind is set on. What are you thinking about? What are you confident in? What is your meditation? Reports on Facebook, reports on Twitter, amen. Reports on CNN, that's the worst place to be. Bad news from morning till night, amen. Stay with good news. Bad news will make you go old quickly. You know, when you're happy, you look younger. Amen. That's why some people, when they, are, when they may look haggard, but when they travel somewhere that they like to be, you see, they just start glowing. For the Lord is good. And you say, ours is a good God. But they that are after the spirit, they mind the things of the spirit. Their thoughts are set on the things of the spirit. Their meditation is this, the things of the spirit. Amen. And let's just read through to verse 14 and then we can stop. Amen. For they that are after the flesh, that's verse 5. For to be carnally minded, if you have your mind set on the things of the flesh, is what? Is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and what? Peace. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Because the carnal mind is an enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law. Again, that law we are talking about, the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. <laughs> what did uh, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6 say? Without faith, it is impossible to please God. So, those that are minding the things of the flesh, whose thoughts are set on the natural things or what you have done, what you can do, are not in faith. Faith is me minding what Christ has done. Hallelujah. Faith is me minding what Christ has done and that is how I please God. Those that come to God must believe that he is and he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And that's for another day. Amen. Hallelujah. Diligently seeking God. Where did we stop? Verse 6, right? Because the carnal mind is an image. I think we've gone beyond there. Verse 8. So then they that are in the, that are in the flesh cannot please God. Verse 9. But you are not in the flesh. Say, I'm not in the flesh. Say, I'm in the spirit. Because the spirit of God dwells in me. Now, if any man hath not the spirit of Christ, it's none of his. Say, I belong to God. I have the spirit of Christ. Say it again. Say, I belong to God. I have the spirit of Christ. And I have the mind of Christ. 
Verse 10. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. Say, I'm righteous. But if the spirit of him that raised up Christ from the dead dwells in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall give life to your mortal body by his spirit that dwells in you. He that raised up Christ from the dead is giving life, is energizing, is quickening, putting to life, making young your mortal body. I check that. Now you go check it. Quickening. Check that quickening. It's about bringing to birth is about young amen rejuvenating renewing hallelujah i was looking and i can give example of some people i was looking at um kenneth hagen excuse me kenneth copeland preaching actually a small crowd they are believers um voice of not voice of victory now they want the daily broadcast right but this sometimes you know they do service sometimes they do a group Sometimes they do sitting down to talk. But he was speaking to a small group in the studio. And they, he actually had a, instead of sitting down this time, they had a pulpit and he was talking to them. And they zoomed in on him. And while he was talking, looking at his phone without his glasses. This guy is 84 years this year. Looking at his phone without his glasses. I expected that it must have been magnified, you know, enlarged text. And he mistakenly turned his phone to the camera. Not like he pointed it, but he turned the phone somehow while he was talking. And the camera was zoomed in. And I saw that it was normal text size. Like the one. That got my attention. Amen. Some people are now up to 40 and they're already glassing up. And I wonder, this guy is 80 something years old. Now, Gloria Copeland is wearing glasses. Amen. So nothing wrong, I mean, nothing wrong if you're wearing glasses, but this guy believed God to keep his eyes. And as 84, he's reading without glasses. Normal text. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. If the spirit of him that raised up Christ from the dead dwells in him, now let me even make it simple for you. In case you are doubting, do you speak in tongues? The Holy Ghost is in you. And before you even start to speak in tongues, it's in you as soon as you give your life to Christ. But that you even speak in tongues is another confirmation that the Holy Ghost is in you. The Holy Ghost in you is quickening your mortal body. It's giving life to this body. Giving eternal life to this body. The life that created bio. Hallelujah. The life that could come into this earthly form and cause things to come alive. Like trees and animals and human body. That life, eternal life, he is quickening you. Tell me, that life in your body energizes your body. Brings life to this body. Destroys every sickness. You are a life giver. You know, the the, the earth, science and the world, we know how to take life easily. The greatest problem is how to give life. Amen. Amen. In any way we have tried to give life, we have taken it from the life source. Either from another body, human body, or from anywhere that there is life. We cannot create life itself. We, 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 our speaking gives life. That's why I say we are the cure to this world. I'm a life giver. Eternal life is in me. This life shines in darkness. This light, this life 
shines in darkness. Darkness cannot comprehend it because I'm a life giver. You are the stop to death. That's why he said death reigned from Adam unto Moses. But for us, hallelujah, death is no longer reigning. We are the ones reigning because you are life giving spirit. Speak life. If the spirit of him that raised up Christ from the dead dwells in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead is giving life. Not only to you in your speaking, is giving life to everything around you. I have the Holy Ghost in me. I'm a life giver. Now, when you see anybody in problem, speak life to them. Don't run away. When someone is breathing hard, don't run away. Speak life to him. Amen. When someone has fear, speak life to them and stop the fear. Because fear is the number one thing controlling people's actions, government actions. Amen. Enforcing all manner of things. And some people are even rumoring all manner of other ones along with how it's being enforced. So stay in your rooms at night. So a helicopter is going to go around and spray things. Lie, lie, lie. Lions were deployed in the streets. Lie. <laughs> Glory to God. But the spirit of him that raised up Christ from the dead. Now can you get up on your feet and say this to yourself. Uh, my time is up. Get up on your feet and let's say this to ourselves. In your own way, just speak it out. Say, the spirit of him that raised up Christ from the dead, the Holy Ghost dwells in me. And he, the Holy Ghost, is giving life to my body. It's quickening my body. And now I'm a life giver. I speak life. I speak life. I speak life. I speak life. Pastor Richard, I want to read one more scripture. Amen. Okay, let me use this one. Thank you, sir. I just, it, that one just came to me. First John, I'm a life giver. Glory to God. Glory to God. Is someone alive in the house? First John 5. Glory. Verse 11. And this is a testimony that God has given to us eternal life. That's the life we're talking about, Zoe. God has given... God is going to give to you eternal life. Is that what he said? When you say it enough, God will give to you eternal life. No, it's already given. This is the testimony that God, this is the good news. Amen. This is why you should testify. Testimony is words on your mouth. Amen. And so you should say, God has given to me eternal life. And this life is in his son. He that hath the son hath life. And he that does not have the son does not have life. Now I said, these things I have written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God that you may know that you have eternal life. Say, I have eternal life. And that you may continue to believe in the name of the Son of God. I believe in His name. I have eternal life. I believe in Jesus. I have eternal life. Come on. Hallelujah. I thought you'd be more excited than that. I believe in Jesus. I have eternal life. I have Christ in me. I have life. I'm a life giver. Glory! Thank you for listening. Messages are freely available. Visit carusoscloud.com slash profile slash Savannah Ministries for download. Or visit www.savannaministries.org for more information.